0: Welcome, Guardians, to the Nerds of Destiny, the podcast that dives deep into every essential part of your addiction, or that one game, you know, Destiny. Anyway, I'm your host, Blue Streak. Uh, across from me is db 87 sir. Hey, hey, hey. And next to him is Oni111. I'm next to him. What you will be in what? the edit. <laughs> I got excited. Oh, real quick. Sorry. Uh,
1: oh well. Visually well, speaking, I'm not really sir. Too excited.
0: Um, but guys, um, you uh, you might have found you might have found this show possibly by random, simply looking up the game Destiny, or you found us from our other works over at Nerdentials Media. Uh, we do another nerdy show over wait, there. Wait,
1: wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Is it random, or is it destiny that they found us?
0: Ooh. <laughs> uh, Sorry for, for the cheese. I had to. <laughs> Oni shall be full of the cheese throughout the episode. <coughs> I don't know where to go from there. But anyway, guys, um, you'll know our true identities over our credentials, but we will mostly refer to ourselves As our gamer tags. So, if anyone wants to go find our clans, we have a Nerdentials clan on Destiny, ironically. Um, And, or just our gamer tags, if you guys want to hook up and chat or play Destiny. But we'll also have all those other connectivity uh, tissues, like the Discord, the Twitters, the Facebooks. Um, but guys, in our in our pilot episode, I thought one thing I wanted to dive into um, that was very recent, a little late for everyone else. Everyone else has already talked about it and gushed about it. But you know what? We haven't had our time yet. Um, Destiny, did we forsake uh, it? Huh? Did we forsake it? Uh, we may have forsaken our time, but let's uh, let's take this time and try to bring back a little bit of the light, shall we? Yeah. So, guys, Destiny Two, Year Two, the uh, the stream was revealed. Hey, Oni One 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 puns out the booyah. Remember, it's all right.
1: That that was punishment, though, dude. That punishment. Was punishment.
0: <laughs> that being said, um, this happened on the morning of Tuesday. Whatever date that was, you all know, you've all heard it already. So, we're just going to retread a little bit of uh, the intrigue and excitement. We're going to quickly talk about what's coming this fall uh, in the Destiny 2 Year 2 content drop. It's officially been called Destiny 2 Forsaken. That's the title. And we're going to. I know. Oh my gosh. Uh, We've got some plot, some bullet points, and then we'll dive into the various sections and talk about what we like, what we don't like, and whether we think these changes are going to benefit the future of Destiny or not.
2: And if you haven't seen the video for it, I'm pretty sure Joe will put a link in there
0: somewhere. I'll put put a link uh, in the description too, so if you haven't watched it yet... There's a 10-minute one to the link I'm going to put down below. So click on that, give that a quick watch, and then join the discussion with us. I'll wait. All right. Thanks for coming back, guys. Uh, here it is. Let's get into this. So That was too long of a wait. Uh, It was. You really you guys need to do that content a little faster. So the plot for this expansion goes as follows. Following years of strife, what remains of the Reef has fallen to lawlessness. You and Cade 6 are sent to personally investigate the recent unrest. Upon arrival, you soon discover the most wanted criminals in the Prison of Elders have organized an escape. Beyond the Vanguard's authority, you'll pursue these fugitives deep into the Reef, explore new regions, awaken new powers, earn powerful weapons, and uncover long-lost awoken secrets. The hunt is on. Before we dive into our feelings about a future story for this, uh, I'm going to run down just uh, some of the list of things that we can expect in this release, and then we'll, we'll break it apart bit by bit. So here we go. By bit. So, within that plot, we'll be hunting down the eight barons and their crew, they seem to be the new bads for this plot. Uh, this will include two new destinations, the Tangled Shore, which is that new section of the reef, and the Dreaming City, which we hear is part of this brand new raid that they're including. Yeah,
2: and it looks like the Tangled Shore was like m- meteorites and stuff like
0: anchored yeah, together. We'll dive into the aesthetic of that looking. shortly. Um they're introducing a new game mode called Gambit, a 4v4 competitive PvE mode should be interesting. Uh they will also include wielding new powers with nine additional supers. That's exceptional three per class. Uh collecting new exotics armor and gear, so they're just adding more to all the all the standards there. Um an all new weapon archetype The Legendary Bow. I'm excited to talk about that shortly. Uh, New story missions, adventures, and of course destination activities and more. Um, With this, we'll talk about the bonus content that you will get if you pre-order, and we'll talk about the costs and breakdowns of that. But before we get to all that crap, that wonderful, wonderful juicy crap, let's dive and break down some of the things they are adding and or changing to this game, um, the first thing I wanted to get on your guys is a quick, a quick hot take opinion on the plot for this expansion. I am a huge uh, lore enthusiast. I listen to a handful of podcasts. I would give a quick shout out to Ghost Stories. I absolutely love their podcast. They go very deep into the lore for Destiny One um, and and Destiny as a whole. Uh, so I really like this, um, the developers were talking about Cade 6 had, had been spending time during the Destiny 2 events, like, uh, after the Red War, he's been throwing different, different prisoners and bad guys into this prison, and it looks like there may be an escape situation that we have to tackle, what? Uh, and it seems pretty... Robust, pretty, what do you want to call it? Um, on the frontier, going into this lawlessness. I really like the tone and setting. It sounds gritty. What do you guys think about, as far as the direction for story that they're taking with this? Thanatos, Oni, what say ye?
2: Um, I like the idea behind it. The way it was described is almost like a Destiny meets... Uh, Kill Bill or some other I was gonna say maybe Western style west. type thing. Yeah, well, because the Kill Bill thing they kind of tried to make it modern and do that whole. Did you west just try
0: before. to cough something under your breast, sir. Firefly. Firefly. <laughs> yeah, Firefly. Nice reference. Oh, there you go. Yes,
2: yeah, kind of makes sense since the voice for yeah,
0: Nathan Fillion action going on back there I like that.
2: He kind of does right. the whole Western pirate space
0: he does it well, does it well. Mm-hmm.
1: pretty well Yeah. I, I, I gotta say I, I was a bit excited with <laughs> this reveal I would also like to get a little bit more of when Cade was human in this like a little bit more of the lore of when Cade was human
0: hmm. this seems very current I don't know how much we'll get into like his past per se it would be cool if we could find some of that um, yeah no, I know. Because there is. They... But, it, like, they
1: did. They hit it. They hit it in vanilla D1, D2. But okay. they might be able to hide it in with the lore. Like, with if they do, like, legendary quests or exotic quests with the new expansion. True. They might be able to incorporate it in, like, what they did with Anna Bray and, you know, her sister in the most recent expansion of the War Mind.
2: And I, I hope for some more cutscenes of
0: K just being a badass.
1: Or, or
2: the
0: colonel, or just the colonel. The colonel, <laughs> yeah, the colonel. Well, you never know. <laughs> uh, a little teaser to other content they've added uh, that we'll get into. We are, we are getting lore returning in a more physical form, similar, not unlike the grimoire cards, but more so, more or less in the form of collections, which I guess I'll just, I'll just throw out there now. Um, among the many different features they're adding to kind of appease the variety of fans out there i i know um uh i know the guys over at um ghost stories are going to eat the crap out of this under collections they've are adding basically what a lot of uh, me as a gamer i like seeing the results of what i collect and the results of the time i spend in collecting said things So this is really cool. Yeah, more or less like an achievement tracker, but this is also kind of a throwback to any of you Diablo 3 fans out there. They have the massive book that tracks uh, 90, 100, whatever accomplishments of everything you collect, open, chapters you get through, everything. Um, So this is kind of like Destiny Bungie's answer to that um, by documenting everything you collect. They have a Triumph section in this, which... (coughs) Yes, you're...
1: Well, no, no, like from yes. D one, where they did all mm-hmm. the tramps. I
0: books. really liked it when they brought that in. Did they? They didn't. Did they not bring in full scope of it till year three, or did they bring it on earlier?
1: It, it, it wasn't until Taken King when they actually started introducing the tramps. That's books.
0: what I thought. I enjoy...
1: they did, they did three three sets of tramps. Right, because <laughs> they did one one for the Iron Lords expansion.
0: Right. I thoroughly enjoyed that um, when when I saw them bring that in. Um, So with collections, they're also bringing in new triumphs for this for this uh, year two introduction. Um, But the thing, but what there's a lore section. That's where I was going with this. Is that it's going to actually collect lore that you find. So like you're going to go scan a thing or go find a spot, and lore is going to get added to this collection section. That you can then go into your inventory and read over. Oh, wow, that's kind of like Grimoire, but it's in the game? What? This is interesting.
1: Wait. Wait, so all those scannables that we've been scanning for no purpose will now actually mean something? They'll show
0: up somewhere that we can actually, you know, remember. Other than just... No, we're going to we're, we're gonna have to scan them again. <laughs> that's, that's that's, that's, a, ah, I, that's ah, something I'm wondering about. Ah, I, that... I'm kind of, I'm not holding my breath on this, but of all the things we have collected and dismantled, it, it does make you wonder, it's like, well, now they're tracking it. Are they going to, are Are they going to apply the previous game history to what you have collected and be like, so when the update happens, you're like, Oh, I've already got 20 of these Wait. out of the 200, you know?
1: With all of the other Triumph books, they did incorporate. They, that. Yeah,
0: they did that in the past, so, so they, they might. might for this. That would be nice, because I can think of. It's a big. It's a big maybe. I know they're claiming in my bullet points here, uh, in the dev stream, the ten-minute one that I have linked. They, they mentioned there's over two thousand items to collect with with this current update, and I imagine with the additional content drops they'll add to that, but. Just right off the back, September 4th, if we're going to have 2,000 items. I have the fun. Huh?
1: If you pay to have the fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> other cool thing is um, collecting sets. So, like, armor sets. Like, you're going to be able yes. to track if you have a full set of armor or not. I like the fact that they're distinguishing that. Like, all of the planetary mm-hmm. armors. Or the, or the unique raid is. ones that you can only get through the raid. Well, the, you know, stuff like that.
2: They started doing that kind of like um, this last week's faction mm-hmm. rally. Mm-hmm. Um, you can unlock stuff if you did the whole thing in the previous faction rallies. Yeah, um,
0: and each faction has their own unique set, yeah. Mm-hmm. That one's a little complicated because well, up, as of right now, you can only pledge to one across all three characters. Whereas in the previous faction rally... Everyone was taking each character and pledging to a different one, so they could try to maximize what they get out of all three of them. I haven't gotten far enough. Yeah, who doesn't
1: have all the? Who doesn't have all the gear for each one of the factions for each character?
0: Oni. <laughs> Not all of us have enough time. He is the Oni one. He is that. That name is very fitting with the amount of time you put into this. I'm a. I don't have any fun though. Hey, hey, are you into faction? On a quick side note, are you into. Are you fully playing through any faction right now? Are you, like, trying to level up any? Yeah. What rank are you? Just curious. I
1: think my hunter is the only one that's the highest, and they're, like, I think 25 out of 50. Wow.
0: I should have put you to shame by telling you where I'm at first. I mean, I should have made you feel bad by telling you where I'm at first, so that then you could sheepishly admit what level you're at. I've been playing as much as I can. <laughs> I'm having a hard enough time, sir, that uh, I've I've finally got to rank five with my faction I'm dedicated to. Future sure we'll c- War Cult for the win. Sure.
1: I, Dead orbit. Come I know
0: on. Future War Cult doesn't Dead win, orbit. so it's my hope I can get to rank 50 and just unlock the armor and crap I want. Put Pl- oh, Sunshot oh, Catalyst oh, on. a quick side note. I'm there, a hunter. That's look- what I got. I want that. It was very mean of them to tie specific I, I, catalysts to certain factions.
1: If you look at it, what was it? It was New Monarchy 3, Dead Orbit 1, and Future War Cult We'll try hard in the next round.
0: I know. I've heard, I've heard <laughs> so, it all.
2: Well, like, if you look at New Monarchy, the one thing that makes it made me almost go for them is they have the one for the freaking sweet business. I've always yeah. loved that gun. Well, the but graviton but le- dead orbit. I could not let that go. Without I was going to say right. Guns. That is my most used right weapon.
0: now. They're teetering on. No, not teetering. Let's be honest. Vigilance swing and and the one you just said. Drawing a blank.
2: Plants
0: are right now bordering on being the meta. That's what people are shooting, are going towards.
2: I put Skyburners there. up there too.
0: But anyway, not not any.
2: I don't even mean aim anymore. <laughs> right. Just drop out. Skyburners. Yes, doof, doof,
0: Sky doof, Murder's doof, oath, doof. oath is incredible. I've had a handful of times with it. Right, I'm working on the on the Mida Mini Tool Quest right now. I'm waiting, I need to find three more scout rifles to dismantle before I can get the dang mighty mini tool. And I'm getting drop after drop and none of them are scout rifles. It makes me really upset that I can't trade with people because I know someone probably has three scouts that I could dismantle for no good reason. My vault is full.
1: Damn, you got three in your vault, Nick?
0: I've got like seven or eight (laughs) in my vault scout rifles. (laughs) uh oh, and on a side note let's let's get back to the features that they're changing but, yeah,
1: the show
0: yeah, well, you guys are all mm, d one problems hashtag d one problems guys, which are you really filling up three hundred slots there three well thank...
2: every unique every unique legendary that I get is in my
0: wow. My well, uh, I I just I guess I don't hold legendaries uh, to heart as much as I probably should. I need to work on that. I need to figure out what's actually good. That
1: shaders and emblems. I mean yeah. shaders and mods.
2: Shaders, emblems, mods, um, emotes. Well,
1: let's get. <clears throat> well, the, the emotes and the the mods. I mean the emblems don't take up space, but the mods. Dang. Well,
0: yeah. let's um.
2: Well, mods are kind of easier because you can break them down now.
1: Hey. Well, yeah, but shaders, shaders I, <laughs> you still have to do them one at a time Japan, Get this.
0: But... Quick side note on shaders. <laughs> I'm a, I, I, I want to get the podcast wrong, so I won't, I won't multiple, shout them out.
1: Multiple Yes,
0: I won't shout the guy out, but on a podcast I recently listened to, he had just gotten done a week ago before the reveal. Had just gotten done talking about how he spent 45 minutes deleting all his shaders that he didn't want. And then I, but I had already heard the reveal of bulk shader deletion before that. I was like, Oh, bro, you wasted 45 minutes when, of doing when is that, that happen? huh? With this, with September when 4th update, hmm.
1: or is it the August 9th
0: update? Is there an August 9th update?
1: Yeah, if you go into the the pre order, it says that some of the content drops oh.
0: early. Some of, well those are quality Ooh. of life drops too, like the bulk shader deletion. That's not really they better not charge that, that better quality. not be part of what they charge for the expansion. They better just include that as a hot fix, you know what I mean? Why would I, they anyway? Charge? Uh um, so what I wanted to ask you guys going going forward over breaking down the stuff we want to talk about. Um, should we talk about the, the major modes and, and, and things that they're adding right now? And then we can talk about like the quality of life, uh, deets towards the end. Cause there's a lot of, there's a quick list of a lot of little things, but we can break down some of the bigger bits that they're adding. Uh, so at the top of my list, if you guys are cool with it, they're adding a complete new multiplayer game mode. It sounds very interesting called Gambit. I'll uh take yeah. guy throwing playing cards. <laughs> so let me let me read off what they what they've written here for us for the description. So basically Gambit is an all new hybrid 4v4 mode that combines the best of in their opinions PvE and PvP. So, for you noobs out there, player versus environment and player versus player. Two teams of four race to summon a primeval enemy and be the first to burn it down. Disrupt the other team by sending a combatant, a combatant blocker or invading directly with one of your own players. That's the overall premise, but now here's the quick breakdown of basically the four steps leading to winning this. So there's the fighting aspect. You shoot aliens until they're dead, so it's kind of like a horde mode. Uh, your enemies will get stronger over time, so work together to defeat them quickly. The collection part of this is you'll pick up motes, which are these little glowing triangular drops that happen when your enemies fall. You can hold up to 15 on your person personally, but you lose them if you die. So you got to stay alive during this whole thing collect them as best you can and then that leads us to the third step of banking those motes um, drop your motes into the center structure which earns you a blocker by depositing uh, five ten or fifteen motes at one time eventually you'll be able to summon a primeval which is like kind of like a, a main boss guy when your team banks 75 motes total now one the kicker here that gets thro- the th- they throw into the mix that adds that whole PvP aspect is the invade option. When you when you your bank reaches the twenty five and fifty moat mark, you can send one player through a portal to invade the opponent's arena with one goal: disruption. So while they're fending off the enemies, you're gonna go in there and try to kill some of them, just shake things up. And it looks like you can do that. Two different times, you pick one of your players to go over there before you finally summon the primeval, take it down, and the whole thing is just a race. You're, what I saw in the trailer was one team is sitting over here, there's a divide in the middle, so you can't get to the other team, and the other team's on the other side. The developers were saying you'll be able to like taunt and throw out emotes at each other, like, yeah, let's do this, let's do this, and then you're basically competing in horde mode against each other just to basically finish burn down the boss and that's and you know so I, that's very interesting thoughts guys
1: well they, they they don't just have the you can send a guy over at 2550 they've also got the thing where yeah. you can not I forget
0: bank. what set, I didn't write it down in my notes
1: they it it's it's in addition they send a like a mini boss over and it locks down their bank right, until and that I mini-boss
0: remember. is defeated. I, thought, I heard it in the reveal, but I didn't see it in the notes.
1: So, like, in, in the trailer they sent over a Taken Centurion, and it, what it did was when he spawned, their bank dropped down into the ground, right. and, Wait, like, that aura they, came over it.
0: Do you think then, because I don't think they specified, but to get to, to unleash this blocker on them... Does that mean you're spending some of your your earned bank points to do that? So you're basically, you have to earn more emotes that, to compensate, was, but at the same time, that, it 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 holds them up too. You're like, here, I'm going to, we're going to spend some emotes. Yeah. Like if they're about to win. You're slow them down and then try to grind out down. a few more kills, get those emotes, bank out on the prime evil. take them down, burn them down, and you're good. Either way, though, yeah, some cool twist, Uh, and that's a really cool way to incorporate. That's an. It's it's kind
1: of like, it's kind of like RTS. It's what what it feels like.
2: How so? Like, like uh, kind of a MOBA feel, actually.
1: Yeah, a, a little bit of that. Except for there's no lanes. It's just side v side, and you have to defeat the PVE.
0: Still. I'm interested in trying but this it, one out.
1: It's one of it's one of those things where you, you got to plan on it. And if they're getting a little it's bit of deception
0: send over, or do a blocker, yeah.
2: A
1: lockdown, another bank. bang.
2: Well, because think about it, you send over a blocker, someone's set on 15 moats, and now that blocker killed him. Oh, you're just saying that the blocking yeah. would be worth it because, like, let's say someone's at 15 moats and that's all they can carry. You drop a blocker, and right. the blocker kills their them, they and they drop the moats.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Like one of those big cabal guys With the Gatling gun drops
2: in. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, it makes sense. To it
0: could be very. Of, it's. It could be very fun and str- a very risky. strategic game mode to mess around with.
2: Now it'd be funny there, if the wall there. You yeah, I'm, grenades. I'm over. guessing there's
0: gonna there'll yeah. be some kind of invisible barrier that prevents that. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, people would be launching shit over there.
1: Like a death wall.
0: So uh, Gambit is their multiplayer thing they're adding. Um, Let's see. I guess we're getting down to the nitty gritty of of just like the lot of little things that they're updating and changing. Let's really quick talk about just the two new major locations they're adding. Um, So the first big one, the major one that's going to incorporate some of this plot For the new drop Is the Tangled Shore Um, Our description here gives us The most lawless frontier In all of the reef The Tangled Shore is a dangerous web Of asteroids lashed together Its isolated location Far from Vanguard and Awoken authorities Make it an ideal home For pirates and outlaws Seeking marooned treasure Space pirates. pirates That's what we're hearing um, With that we're getting um, Let's see where did I write it here So
2: You'd think if we're going to be there with space pirates They should give us at least space battles with our ships That we well, it's have to the collect. Endless
0: request Bastards um, the, one, <laughs> the one thing we got coming out of that Is not So it's not like the social space that we got in D1 but it's more like a completely new location that we go to that involves the plot. Um it just it seems really cool and gritty. Uh and I liked the tone and feel of the reef in D1. So Well,
2: since the reefs, since you're there at the reef, do you think they're going to have think that social place? It's
0: something small maybe. Possibly. They 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 said they're going to be at E3. And they're going to be at Guardian Con, which is which is in July. So they may yet still reveal a couple more things. They re- they reveal like a bulk of of what's coming.
1: They 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 were talking that it's going to be kind of like Titan hmm. with two spawn points, something like Mars was.
0: Right where there's you can so, like could, the two main where you can talk to. Fast Anna bray as a vendor, kind of you know after you complete the war mine yeah. content um same with the tower of uh, uh, with Osiris after you complete that, you can go up to that tower and talk to brother lance yeah brother lance. Well, they're,
1: they're, i I think they're they're saying that it's gonna be bigger than Mercury but not as big as like mm. the e d z or Nessus.
0: I hadn't heard about scope or size for the Tingled Shore. Um, so, not a whole lot to talk about with that other than it, aesthetically it looks great. And I'm excited to go back there um, to that area.
2: So, did I hear correctly you could be Robin Hood?
0: Oh, skipping ahead. I was going to go to raids, but we could can, we can touch on these. So let's, let's dive into new weapon systems overall. There's a few exciting things here. So first up, one thing a lot of people were unsure of and not happy with, um, and some got used to, and were like, oh, now you're going to change it, but I think the grand majority of uh, Destiny hobbyists liked the way D1 was for weapon systems, so the way the, the developers have have stated it here is you're going to get a lot more freedom with the way they're revamping the weapon system gone are the days of primary secondary power or however D1 went <laughs> I don't even remember I, it's been so long Dematic. and heavy Dematic. that's what the power yeah. weapons were heavy. called was heavies back then So, gone are those days of being forced into one or the other. Um, They're quoted as saying, Want to play like Destiny 2? Great. Want to play like Destiny 1? Great. Want to use all three weapon slots with shotguns? Have at it. Um, That's not a direct quote, but they did showcase three shotguns in all three slots.
1: I need to make a correction to that. It was primary... Okay. Second and then it and was heavy for D1. Energy and power. If we're gonna be spot on, we gotta be spot on.
2: They need to bring back Bad Juju.
1: <laughs> Bad Juju was a wicked pulse right record.
2: That was my favorite weapon.
1: Oh man. I love the uh what was it? I can't remember if it was called Bewitched or what was it? The, where it was the white skin with the weird like a red circle Red uh, Demonic writing
2: on it that I, was I got the dragon one
1: The dra- Yeah the dragon one was a good one That's one thing That I wish they would touch on in D2 The dragons
0: Yeah I mean the Worm that God, god in Was the closest thing we got to What they mentioned in lore But there's a lot more Going to the dragons
2: No, no, on Titan. You see it out in the water.
0: Big, gigantic (sighs) serpent out there in the water. Yep. That being said, guys, how do you feel about that? And what do you think they're going to do when it comes to, like, ammo capacities? Because we're going to still have, basically, some of them are going to be considered power weapons. But what's going to happen when we have three rocket launchers?
1: Uh, it'll probably be something like with the uh, Fighting Lions, that grenade launcher, where you have minimal ammo reserve, but they will introduce perks or mods that allow you to gain hmm. bonus ammo based on kills. Yeah, I'm
0: really interested because, oh, and 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 or is that going to require us to be just really watchful for how much ammo gets dispersed? Like, are we going to run out of ammo? <laughs> I I just throw that out there. No we'll one's saying it. that, but they did say three shotguns, <laughs> so they are entertaining the idea. The developers in that reveal were talking about that. in regards to like some of the supers. They're like some of these supers are going to break the game, and, and they're ecstatic. They're like because they realize that that was where the the the, fant- the power fantasy of Destiny One, the power fantasy was of being a powerful guardian is what excited the hardcore fans. And the developers were really sad when they made the changes they made and they realized where, what they're bringing back excites them greatly because they know the hardcore are excited about that.
2: Well, if you remember it in the beginning, I was upset about Destiny 2 because the low charge rates and all that. Uh-huh. It's like, I'm just playing another I remember, another Nick,
0: that was your first number one complaint when we talked about the excitement of these changes you still held fast too, and I don't dock you for that, that you said you felt less powerful as a Guardian. And I get it now. Realizing how much they're bringing back and how much the hardcore fan base loved it. I didn't really realize that at the time, because I, no, this, you know... No, this
2: game, you're a motherfucking Guardian. <laughs> you you are
0: a badass. No, I, I realized that. And I mean, I kind of understood that. It just... It didn't hit me the same way when I first jumped in. I didn't realize what I'd missed because I missed out on the Galahorn fiasco. I missed out on all the times when the D one was broken and they and they let and it was left broken for <laughs> several weeks before things got nerfed. I missed out on the parts when things got nerfed and people were mad, and I did, I missed out on those parts. And now I'm. Oh, I missed out on the whole even, the excitement of that and the changes, you know. Even in D two, there was broken stuff there for. Oh, a the,
2: the, the, uh, solar version of the, the ice gun.
1: Yeah, or the. M- that was or brutal. The- or the, when Mayhem first came out and it was infinite Nova Bombs because you could just charge <laughs> your grenade
0: like,
1: and launch the Nova Bomb and then your Nova Bomb was instantly back and you just launch it again and it was back. No. Then you turn into a Nova Bomb machine gun. Just
0: but, that's a, but, but see, I'm excited that they're excited because they realize you know, they were worried when things were broken before and they nerfed things quickly and then when they made the dramatic changes and lost the fans' love because of the dramatic changes of D2 Vanilla, they that's why I think they're so much more excited now because they're like, we're bringing back what you guys were so upset with us before and we're excited that you get to experience this again. And they've gotten they're they're now over the fact of whether or not it's broken or not. They like, no, we want it to be broken. We understand you guys love the power fantasy. It'll be broken for moments at a time. And but they also said they're gonna they're gonna take longer they're gonna spend more time before nerfing things so quickly. They're gonna be less quickly to nerf things going forward because they realize the power fantasy is what drives the hardcore fan base.
2: I want the Valkyrie as a so- a permanent power weapon
0: uh-huh i hear you
1: but i, Lynn, I with the, the things you're saying they've shown that you so the one of the supers for the warlock is that beam laser
0: yeah let's talk about the supers they,
1: they they've already put an exotic into the database for that extends the duration, meaning that they are totally prepared to make it
0: destroy, it.
1: overpower,ed or sh- that, uh, OP'd.
0: so the death r- death ray of Str- doom, freaking destruction yeah. ray, yeah, Destructive the uh, ray. Um, the doomsday beam, razor oh, beams. Oh man, hey, so let's let's t- let's talk, talk about those real quick. We'll, we'll get on to the new weapon type in just a second. But let's just cover the since we're talking about supers. So the Titan gets an oversized Thor hammer now. Like we're talking ground slamming, wave uh, pushing hammer. I'm not familiar with the Turn previous the with the previous supers that they had.
2: Isn't that like the weapon we got on the end of Iron Banner?
0: Or uh, Iron Lord?
2: Yeah, the yes. Iron Lord, the big weapon you got at the end of that the story arc.
1: So is so
0: you get is this like a fire so version of this, that
1: when you? When you do the smash with the weapon from D1, it would cause a tornado that would
0: uh, weapon, put a dot
1: on the enemy. It is, yeah, because they it described is. it creating oh. a, a tornado. What, it, yes. what, what they showed was is you slam down, there's a, a ground effect that goes out, and the first enemy that it hits, a tornado comes up, it looks like. And then yes. you charge towards that tornado, which looks freaking awesome.
0: Yeah, they, that's what they showed, yes. I'm a Titan player, so I'm happy with
1: that. And on top of that, Lightning, the Arc Titan, is also getting back the Superman effect. So you'll shoot up into the air and slam down wherever your uh, crosshairs are. Yes. So you go up, uh, and then you just point your your reticle wherever you want it to go, and you slam down right where that reticle is at. Now. And that... That was a D1 super effect
2: right there. I'm wondering what they're going to do for the... Because it almost sounds like they're going to do a, a designated uh, a subclass for each of the the three main classes. They've mentioned they're... That you have for... Uh, so you have the arc and then the the fire, the solar. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to do for dark, the void. For they mentioned
0: they're going to adjust the subclass progression too a little bit. So I'm curious where they're, what they're going to adjust or change about it.
1: I didn't see... That was the only class I didn't see what's going on with it.
2: All well, of the other What they're probably going to end up doing is, like, when you look at the classes, you know how you have at the end where you can choose how you want your ult to work? So they're going to just add another dot on the end of those transgressions. Yeah. So with the the solar one, you can either have the throwing hammer or the big hammer. The... the uh, Possibly. The Hav- Havoc Fist. You can either have the Fist of Havoc or the Superman... Um, the other one.
1: Well, it'll probably look like this. Yeah, they'll put it in the middle, in between the two.
0: Three prongs there. Um, also want to bring out. Um, I'm a I'm a hunter main right myself. I <clears throat> I like warlock. I'm digging it. Okay. I will eventually uh, give Titan a go, but I most. You just like the stripper. I ball. thoroughly enjoy Hunter, and I don't play much arc Strider, honestly. So I stay away from that oh. poll. However, I'm very curious about some of the um, so they showed a variation of of the uh the sunshot with by showing what looked like shuriken or throwing blades. So a version of that where they Could jump I? up in the sky and he throws a stream of like these throwing blades for his suit for one super. And then they showed this freaking I don't know, I think it was void. This like ninja style yeah. hunter where they zipline yeah. a no. uh, teleportation.
1: They get blade dancer. The void gets blade dancer from D one.
0: Yes, and so what they showed on screen was, he was like zipping, and they the devs described it as like almost an anime attack where they're teleporting like zip 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 zip, zip. and then the final move is like. Put oh, <sighs> oh, like sh-
1: no, you're talking. That's that's the warlock right That's there. warlock. Yeah. The Void Hunter gets blade What's dancer the
0: teleportation one times. That was warlock. Okay.
1: That was the warlock. He he fricking he goes
2: and,
1: and the that, that was his arc float.
2: version. I think that was his arc. No,
1: that was the powerful. arc version for the warlock was the arc version for the warlock. That's the is
2: death the beam. beam. Oh, okay. There's the beam for that and one. That, other, so that was void.
1: Yes, void is the teleport.
2: And then the, the explosion
1: at the end. And then the hunter gets blades for Solar. Yeah. They get Blade Dancer for Void. And then they get the
0: Spinny Staff that allows Deflect, them to block uh, stuff coming out of. Yeah, I saw that one. Arc. Okay.
2: Yeah. So what I think we're looking at with the hunter now, um, basically, they they broke up the Sunshot. So now Sunshot normally aimed directional hit. It, yeah. The, the shriekens give you an area of effect, which Yeah, you uh, had you have
0: the hand cannon accuracy <laughs> get, with Sunshot, and now you have a multi-shot.
1: Shotgun and I, you, you get fanonized from yeah. one. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And they didn't show all of them. I feel like uh, someone had mentioned they were missing one or two out of the nine.
1: They don't. Yeah, they don't have Void for the Titan, and they didn't. I didn't see a Solar for the yeah, Warlock.
0: so I'd be curious what those are. They didn't show them all. Um, Maybe we get Resurrection Warlock back. What about Bubble Titans? Are we going to get those back? they on- have oh. Bubble Titans. See, I don't play Titans, so I don't know that well.
2: Yeah, the, the the shield thing you can you can hit it and reactivate it. Oh level. no,
0: you're right though. And self rez was like one of the big things they took away. There are podcasts based off of the name rez.
1: <laughs> Dude, I you used to be able to solo almost anything with a. Oh, the sun singer.
0: I, I still have never done a layer. I haven't either, Nick. Uh we need to we need to rally up with our other future host on this show, Doozer, and go
2: Lynn's just like shit, I need to get an Xbox.
0: Hey guys, <laughs> we're gonna start a GoFundMe for Oni one one one. We're gonna get him just a real basic uh Xbox One S, because he's a PlayStation guy, which we're not docking, but unfortunately the rest of the cast here is Xbox. And that's just what we have. It would be cheaper to get him one Xbox than it would be to get all three of us PlayStations. So I think that's the way we need to go. That's my logic. I hear it's going on sale oh. soon. In fact, it th- there was, I think there was a price drop during E3 or sometime around this time. Yeah. So it might be a good time to do it. Alright, anyway, throwing that out there. So...
1: PlayStation
0: One on sale too during E3. Well, we've all got something to think about, don't we? All right, guys, let's jump back in. I'm broke, college dude. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. It's true. So, quick fire bullet points. I'm gonna list off a bunch of these real quick, and you guys tell me what you want to break open if you want to talk about anyone in particular. So, they're making armor. What?
1: Our armor actually gets stats.
0: Now. Okay, so let me Perks. list these off, and we'll go back to that armor perk adjustments and additions. The mod system's being revamped. We get random weapon rolls, guys. They're bringing back the original D1 grind. Looking for that god roll. Um, and subclasses are going to be adjusted as we discussed, probably with the supers. We're gonna. They haven't shown a whole bunch on that. We'll, we'll in the coming months we'll see what they're doing with that.
1: <coughs> they removed GoFast update.
0: They removed what update?
1: They'll remove GoFast
0: update. <laughs> so, uh, before we hit that, real quick, let me backtrack for one second. When one thing we kind of skipped over. That I'm actually excited about, and maybe it's it's I feel like it's a little a little fitting for my hunter. I'm I think I'm uh, dive into it a bit, but a whole new weapon type, completely from all other types. They're bringing in the freaking bow, the legendary bow to be Robert. exact, with options for a long range, mid range, and short range version of those bows. It's a bow, yo, with the great biggest arrow ever. And they're they're claiming it's very utilitarian and it's actually like you wouldn't think that this would be something that you would turn to with all these automatic weapons. Um and something I don't know if this is wording. Bungie seems to be very um very innuendo when it comes to wording. They say things and they're usually very specific about what they say when they put pepper in little details for, for the community to look into. But he said, you know, especially when you got a machine gun shooting at you, and then they mentioned like, and then you one shot the guy with an arrow. Maybe this is irrelevant. Maybe I'll leave it out. But is there something about machine guns that's not? a normal thing in destiny. Someone pointed out that he said machine guns and that's a not, that's not SMGs. That's something a little different. Is that just a word you guys think he, he threw out by mistake and wasn't implying that there might be an addition of machine guns.
1: Did he say machine guns or did he say automatic rifles?
0: In the live stream or, or a reaction to the live stream, someone pointed out that he said machine gun in the moment when the guy shot him with the arrow. He's like, yeah, that guy's got a machine gun. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, pow, one arrow, pop, the guy drops. You got a machine gun coming at you. I don't know if the dev was being careless with his words or...
1: If we're talking about the video...
0: The the, 10-minute stream, it should be in the 10-minute stream. He actually says machine gun. Yeah, that...
1: But that Titan was using an auto rifle. He wasn't using the
0: machine gun. I'm just mm-hmm. saying the wording. I wasn't well, talking about the gameplay per se.
2: I think the bow should definitely be uh, almost adjustable. So, if I, you want to shoot quick, I, it does less damage. But if you hold it, it like kind of charges up. Like you're pulling that string back. And just
0: True. Most RPGs do that. So, Lynn, well, about the machine gun real quick. What? I, I,
1: I see what you're getting at, though, like the Thunderlord or like the, um, what was that other one from D1, the one where when you missed a shot, it would return it to its magazine, but machine guns, the ones that are dead currently.
0: Yeah, I'm just
2: saying. Yeah. It, it, oh, the heavy machine guns. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm oh. just saying, and it got brought up by people reacting to the video. People were like, did he say machine guns? They think they said it on Fireteam chat at IGN. I think I listened to their podcast reaction to it, and I think they brought up the fact. I think it was Destin Legary, quoted saying, did he say machine gun? Sorry.
2: I'll be more excited when I they don't. start bringing the
0: whole... I'm shrugging my shoulders. Because we
2: got I don't know. cannons. Well, we got side... side I know. Nose. We got S and G's. There's some Why there's is some, there no dual? There's some there.
0: powerful sidearms. I'm not a huge fan of them. There are some powerful ones, but I don't
1: want to get hyped about the machine guns thing because every time I've been excited about something <laughs> that was like
0: Just into that,
1: it. it doesn't exist. Ah, sorry. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll I'll keep tabs on yeah, whether or not I it could. is and then when it if it is, you can be excited. What?
1: With the introduction of random rolls coming back, though, I will be severely disappointed if they don't bring back luck in the chamber. <laughs> that was that was my favorite perk from D one, like the hawk moon where it had luck in the chamber and then double luck in the chamber where you got another two rounds. Yeah, I
0: hear you. I don't like, know, man. I don't know. I'm my thing. I don't know. I wasn't there for that. That's what I'm saying.
1: Armor mods? What do you want to say about them? Like uh armor perks, not mods. Okay. Armor perks. It would be it would be nice when they do introduce them, if they do the whole like you get you get kills on Taken, or you get kills on Vex, mm-hmm. or you get kills on Cabal, you generate light for yourself. That would be nice if they brought that back. Or, like, I don't know, Grenader. That would be a good one to bring back.
2: Life Exotic?
1: Get... Yeah. Life Exotic, that would be another one. Where you could have two Exotics equipped right. at once. But that was, that was for faction-based class items strictly.
0: Well, we'll have to see, good sir. Who knows? I don't know. I don't
2: know. And that kind of bothers me that they did it that way, because I have like the freaking helmet with the the lights for the Titan that gives arc stuff, and then there's a boot, a uh, uh, greaves that go well. That would those would be brutal together.
1: So you're but, talking the unscot the unstoppable skull fort and probably the uh, sand the marchers the doom no, marchers
0: um, um, God, it's okay d1 was a
2: fog stand aside the what I think there's they, they, uh, when you're charging you get build up an overshield when you're running charging when you're running
1: yeah the charging line it might be. Yeah.
2: It's but those ones go those... great together.
1: Yeah. I was just thinking as far as like the melee damage goes with the unstoppable skull for it, the mm-hmm. Dune Mar the Dune marchers when you're at full charge give you bonus melee damage. Oh. Interesting.
0: Alright guys. Hey. Let's jump into our last couple so- our last couple topics. Let's talk about the new raid called the Dreaming City. Ah, <laughs> um, they changes. said it's an in-game destination they've never done before. It's the Awoken Homeland, uh, and let me throw down this quote, quoted by Steve Colton, game director for for the Forsaken content drop. He said in the reveal video he said it's like if the Vault of Glass and the Dreadnought had a baby or or if they had twins and he took those twins and he put them on the doorsteps of Peter Jackson and he raised them as his own that's the Dreaming City they said it's going to be this surreal landscape this very alien world Um, it's a destination designed to evolve over time where the puzzles that different players solve end up changing the environment. Uh, Another quote, one of the devs said, uh, the Dreaming City is not going to be the same Dreaming City you saw in in week one to week two or week three, (coughs) and it's an environment that raiders themselves are going to affect over time. So as players are going into this place, and doing different puzzles and and doing the raid, the environment overall supposedly is gonna do this crazy evolution of change over time. so if you it time so it's one of those th- time you want and wobbly <laughs> so it sounds like if I don't get in <clears throat> in September, I'm never gonna know what the dreaming city looked like if I get into it in December. It sounds like, it sounds like it's going to be one of those type of raids. If the raids weren't ex- weren't hard enough to get involved oh. with for the casual, I'm gonna raise my hand slightly as being a casual. I'm a, unfortunately a filthy casual, but I'm trying to change that. I'm trying to improve that.
2: Yeah, I've been able to get, in but
0: only one, one, one. Throw that extra one in there because there's three.
2: One is the so number.
0: Me and Thanatos here are sitting <laughs> like, ma'am, it's cool. Don't think I'll ever see it. What's your perspective right now?
1: With the constant changes that they're talking, I feel that it might be like the uh like the weekly resets for like the nightfall or the heroic modifiers where it might be a different thing each week and it might be constantly in that way though i don't think it'll be permanent so you might actually be able to interact
0: i mean certain things
1: uh, because i have a feeling they'll they'll probably hide the
0: core of it i'm sure will be a a certain thing you know like the thing as a whole is going to be a certain thing I, they made it sound very grandiose when they said it'll change and always be forever changed. I know they're not saying that the whole backbone or framework of the entire environment is going to be dramatically different and never the same. But I feel like this, oh, yeah. I don't know, its it sounds like they're pretty confident with the fact that there are going to be things in it that do change, possibly forever and permanently. But I do feel like the environment as a whole is going to have a core aspect to it, a framework of how it is and looks that will have consistency, obviously, and and never change. But they did say there are puzzles that Raiders will be doing that will change or affect the environment. So I don't know. And, And maybe it's on a personal level too. Maybe it only changes... When you make the changes as a player. Maybe it's not a universal change. I don't know. They weren't super specific with how or what changes. You know what I mean? Like, I can... Okay, go ahead.
1: Okay, hold on. on. With them them incorporating in the lore and the triumphs, I have a feeling they're probably going to hide some form of collectible in there based on either a weapon or some form of lore and it will need to be accessible to everyone throughout no matter what stage of playthrough they're in so it'll probably be a rotating change and that's what i'm Uh, I'm getting at i don't think i don't think it'll be permanent because if everything's going to be accessible to everyone in the lore or triumph Page and it will. It will no, that makes
0: more it. sense that it would be something that eventually resets. It would be kind of ridiculous to have a permanent change so that players that have never gotten to it when it launched will never get to see it.
1: Or they might be dick and actually make it permanent.
0: <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a possibility that's no. up, floating up there in the, in the spin foil of our theory, isn't it? And
1: they, like, they they drop the mic and they're like casuals <laughs> suck it.
0: Well, they were they did say that they're trying to reshape the 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 hobbyists, you know, of reshape the game for the hobbyist or reshape the way a hobbyist tackles this game. Basically they're trying to bring back what made this game long lasting and forever playable. At least what the heart you know. You you
1: You say hobbyist, I say farmer. Same thing. That's right?
0: their PR term. I don't care what you call it, that's what they call it. <laughs> they're calling it the hobbyist. Sure. If a hobby pays you buko bucks for uh, live streaming at eight hours a day, I guess so. (laughs) You know.
1: At that that point, it's not a hobby, it's a job.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I would say there are plenty of hobbyists, putting up quotation marks for you guys that can't see the video, (laughs) that do play these games for a living, the games that you grind. But. I don't know if you're not I mean what what grinder doesn't benefit somehow through content creation but that's a topic for another day um, let's let's wrap things up by talking about the future beyond the fall drop and the the expansion pack let's briefly cover the cost of this game, our opinions on that cost, and what they're promising for the future going into the following year. Uh, I know some of us don't want to look into it, but we have some varying opinions and we need to cover all our bases for the listeners out there because the community has a wide range of opinions. We're not docking anyone for any particular opinion. So, going into that, having said that, having whetted our appetites with what is coming out, how much they're adding, and what they're offering, this content drop is that for the base game of Destiny 2 Forsaken expansion, it is not unlike the um, the Taken King and they are pricing it similarly and appropriately for what Destiny fans had experienced previously at $39.99. So a whopping 40 bucks just for that game. And like The Taken King, you had to have v- Vanilla Destiny, The House of Wolves, and The Dark Below expansion packs in order to play The Taken King at all. So we're at it again. Yay, Bungie. Thank you for that. Um, you have Bungie has impressed us with this reveal with a lot to take in. And, unfortunately or not, it is another $40 drop. And that doesn't include the additional content thereafter that a lot of people are freaking out about. But before I jump into, k- real quick, Destiny 2 came with... A expansion pass, where they promised two DLCs that have already come out: Curse of Osiris and the Warmind, and that wasn't that was twenty bucks each. And we'll get into opinions and thoughts in just a second.
1: Well, no, I'm still in regards I'm, to the
0: current, the Forsaken. Okay, I know, and I'm, I'm, jumping that. I'm jumping back into that. I'm jumping back into right now. So. That's what that was And so now we've got another $40 drop For the big, huge, game-changing DLC And then there's a new pass now For future DLCs that they're promising Three new drops And they're adding, hey, 30 more bucks to that Forsaken for a total of 80 You can get what they're calling a year pass I'm going to list them off really quickly What they're called We don't know anything about them yet in winter of 2018, they're promising a drop of Black Armory. In the spring of 2019, Joker's Wild. And summer of 2019, Penumbra. These look like they're quarterly drops. Every three months, we're getting a new DLC similar to Warmind and Curse of Osiris. But they have been quoted as saying they're not going to be as big much to the chagrin of all of us, because I don't think any of us thought that Warmind or Curse of Osiris were considered big, but these are each going to be considered a little smaller than those from your traditional... They're trying to change wh- how, what what they're calling as expansions or DLC. They're trying to change what that really is. But the price seems to be similar. All, though, to be fair, Curse of Osiris and Warmind were 20 bucks each, these look like they're coming out to 10 bucks each, so put that into perspective, these probably should be smaller content drops. Don't know what all they entail yet. All of it's a mystery. Lynn, now let's jump back into the cost of The Forsaken being 40 bucks as a base game by itself.
1: Oh no, you got it. What I was going to cover there, with the
0: uh, three with additional the past, them being content drops. Each, if you break it down... I- and not knowing what that... Uh, yeah.
1: I have a feeling there'll be... Those content drops, those smaller content drops, will be similar to like what uh, Borderlands uh, 2 did with the holiday DLC drops, where they were small... I say specify.
0: You're not talking about seasonal then, like, event small. events that Destiny has already done, right? no, no,
1: no, 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 no. no, no, no. No, no, I'm not talking seasonal event. I'm talking these will probably be like what border like I'm saying, like what Borderlands Two did, where there was a small okay. storyline attached, like two or three, like three, two, three, four missions, what have you, and then a bunch right. of cosmetic stuff, and that's what it'll be okay. for ten
0: bucks. I can see that. Is it not being yeah. much more than that? Not, probably.
1: I don't. I don't know if they'll add in planets, but it, it seems like that's kind of what they're going. Yeah, towards. and
0: they they also said as a side note that the live updates, the hot fixes, the bal the balanceings, the updates, the seasonal events like we're getting summer of solstice coming up soon. Those things like that that are events are all going to be completely free, like it always has been. But the pass does sound like it's going to be less than what we got before, but. They said the purpose of the annual pass is to show you we are promising dedicated drops this time and we're going to pull through because their, their, their overall apology for screwing up to begin with from the base game is that Forsaken is fixing all the things that the hardcore game base complained about. Maybe not everything, but a massive number of things are getting fixed with this. On top of the fixes, they're adding the campaign storyline, the new multiplayer mode, a whole new collection, a bunch of new systems, although small, they're still integrated into the game, like the collections aspect, the triumphs. All of that's getting dropped together. Um, And, you know, the new supers, the entire new weapon type, and also they're breaking... The weapon structure by giving you complete freedom of dropping any weapon type into any slot unrestricted. And they have said we know it's gonna break it. This is knowing it's gonna break it, that's our way of apologizing. Hey, sorry, we spent the last six months working really hard to do this. We still have to make a living. Please pay forty bucks for it. So that's where we're at. I love the game. My justification, and then I'll open up the tale to you guys, chiming in with your perspective on that. My justification for maybe not the pass, because that's kind of a wait and see for me. I don't know how much, how worth it, the pass, those quarterly drops are going to look like. I don't know if it's going to be worth it. But the Forsaken expansion pack to me comes to me as a... Uh, comes to me as a player who wasn't pissed off to begin with. And that's why I'm okay with this drop the way it is. Because I didn't... I am such a casual player, at least when I started. I've been playing way more than I've ever played now. But when I started with Destiny, I was casual enough that there was so much content with Destiny 2 Vanilla release... That I wasn't gonna be able to grind through it all anyway in the amount of time everyone else was, I I can only put a few hours in 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 an, I, at the beginning per week only a few hours in, and for some of these hobbyists and streamers that's one night for them you know, I know only one 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 you pound out some heavy Destiny play, and I'm doing more of that now, and our buddy Doozer future co-host on this show, also puts a crazy amount of hours into playing it because he loves it. So for me, being the super casual, this is more content than I could possibly get through. I'm getting through more now, being a more consistent player with it. But I was never personally upset with too many of the changes. So for me, I, I didn't need Bungie's apology. I understand why how they messed up, and why they needed to fix things. I understand the community, so I'm not like dismissing the fact that that happened. So, bottom line, I think I've put 100 hours now, which is minimal for compared to some. <laughs> it's minimal compared to some, but I've put a full 100 hours into Destiny 2, including up to all the DLC with Warmind, which I haven't even i haven't finished yet but i've already got 100 hours in and to me most games that i spend 60 bucks on I 100 hours is like all right i got my money's worth for sure at least so i feel like this new forsaken drop is worth 40 that to me is the cost of a of a new game that was recently used for only 40 bucks, and if it's giving me as much or more content than the base game of D2, I'm willing to spend 40 and I know that's not everyone's boat. So that's my perspective. I'm excited for the changes and the amount of crap they're going to drop. The year pass I'll hold off on. So I don't know if Lynn or Nick wants to go first or next, but I'll let you guys decide.
1: Go for it,
2: Nick. i want to start this off by saying I'm a fan of the game. I'm a fan of the franchise. But I can't help but think they're repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again. And it's eventually going to kill the franchise. They have a complete game, but they're almost looking at it thinking, okay, here's a cool game, but what can I hold back and charge you for later? And they've done it in the past. They've done it with every release. Destiny 1 was supposed to be complete. And they're like, wait, no. Let's cherry pick this out and this and this. And we'll release it later. Most of those things were supposed to be part of the game originally. They were ready to go. And they were pulled out. Destiny 2 comes out. They did the same damn thing. They're not learning from their mistakes. I like where the idea of where they're going with it. But... I can't take any of their promises to heart because they haven't followed through on a single damn one other than it being a good game. I like the game. But everything they say that they're going to come through on, they drop the ball. I had a chart that I sent over on our Discord. That's, that's, that's the drop of the player base for Destiny 2.
0: Well, why don't you speak those words, because neither of us have had a chance to pop open the words. Uh, but Nick, you could still... Conclu- uh, sorry.
2: It's just a steady, steady decline in player ca- player base.
0: Oh, yeah. That's... I know. We, uh, most of us, including the players that have fallen off, know that. Um, or have seen that. But... So anyway, I'm not going to count to that. I I understand that is a, a shared perspective with many people out there. And for a lot of them, this particular release is the one that they're going to try out. And a lot of them, I feel, have spoken outwardly that... If this isn't the thing that brings them back in, they're dropping Destiny forever kind of thing, you know what I mean? So for so so that's your overall perspective. Yeah, what I'm, do you I'm plan personally on? not what happy you,
2: with having to. What do you pay again?
0: What do you plan on doing or not doing? Come this fall. Oh,
2: I wasn't planning on buying Destiny too. My friends talked me into buying it to play it with them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was glad they did. I love the game. I spent a lot of time on the game. <sighs> but it's it's getting harder and harder to justify buying your games. Instead of waiting till they're they're lowered in price.
0: Agreed. And unfortunately we do live in an era where games are constantly I think they're starting to make fix or make corrections overall, like Multiple companies, not just Bungie. But I think we're unfortunately coming off of the tail end of an era in the industry where games come released broken, and every game has a day one patch, and every company Mm -hmm. tries to squeeze out more pennies out of additional content.
2: So let me reiterate, I love Destiny. It's an awesome concept. The game is fun. I enjoy it. I hate Activision. And the the need for Bungie to sell their soul to Activision what? to make a game work. They, I think if they were on their own, they could have made this a better game.
0: Which, let's, let's put a pin in that as far as them doing things on their own. Because there's some news about that that I might want to mention before the tail end of this. Or we'll save it for the <laughs> next episode. I want to get Lynn's opinion for the fall. Sorry, Lynn. Sorry, Oni. One going to call you out. Give it.
1: Dude, you gotta put a button in the bungee thing, though.
0: A pin? No, uh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah,
1: no, saying, no. I'm saying. You put a. You said you were putting a pin in the bungee thing, though.
0: To
2: to. to he liked what to he, I brought it up. He's like, I have something to say to on it. Just
0: say it. <laughs> yeah, talk, come on. Oh, can we talk about it after we d- find out your opinion? Well, I'll stay up long enough. Okay, I'll stay up long right. enough to cover that.
1: Okay, so let me start off by saying. Activision and Bungie as a unit is a very much pay-to-have-fun unit. Yeah. So, if you want to have fun, you're going to have to pay for it. I mean, if you want to get all the cool new stuff, like the emotes and the shaders and the ships and the sparrows and the ghosts, you're going to have to pay for it. Either that, or you're going to have to dump time into it. And you have to grind it out. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but those bright engrams, they don't come, I mean, every 30 minutes for me. I, I It's like maybe two hours I get a bright engram. Mm-hmm. But, my thing is on the new expansion, I'm on the fence. I'm going to grab my little bucket of popcorn, I'm going to buy it. I want to hang out, I want to dump time into it, I want to see where it goes, I really hope I'm not disappointed into it. I I see all the stuff that they're saying that they're going to put it in, I really hope that it gets put in, because they've, on the roadmap in the past, they've put things on there, and they've promised that these things would come. But certain things have been pushed, certain things have been moved forward, and the things that have been moved forward aren't things that the community has been worried about. So I'm hoping that they listen, and the things that have been a concern over the course of vanilla D2 get addressed with this, because if it's not, then It is going to be very detrimental to their, I I guess, their core business ideal. I mean, but as of right now, I'm excited for what they've shown. I mean, just the super changes alone, the addition, and then like the weapon random rolls and the armor perks. I'm, I'm excited for it. But, and I guess it's one of those, the checks in the mail kind of thing. Until I get the check, I'd, I don't, you know, it's it's not there. I'm, I'm hoping. Go for it, Nick.
2: I to say, like, the weapon system upgrade. What happens for the people that don't want to upgrade to the next Forsaken program? The Forsaken uh, update? It, I- so well, if they're that, if they're in crucible with people that are up updated, that, so that they have the three shotguns, and we're stuck on our normal setup,
1: that's hot fixed. That's going to be hot fixed. It's going to force everybody to get that.
0: Yeah, that's one of those the, quality of life hot the, fixes that they're going to the, have to make automatically. The, thing,
1: the, the things that aren't going to be available for the people who don't buy the expansion are going to be the story. It's going to be the adventures, the new locations. It's going to be the additional gear. I feel more than likely you won't be able to get like the armor sets or the any of the stuff from the raid unless you buy the expansion. But you'll still be able to access PvP. I don't know if the legendaries or the exotics will be available to you or not. I can't speak on those but I know that the raid gear won't be available to you because that's one of those things that you have to buy into the expansion because I know that with the um, Curse of the Osiris and the uh, Warmind there were raid stuff that was added in that you aren't accessible if you only have vanilla still but most people right have bought into that, so it's all accessible. And if you actually go into the gear and you look at it, the raid stuff and all the stuff from certain DLCs have an icon up in the top left corner. So,
2: And people, we want your opinion on this too. Please email us.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, shoot yeah. out a tweet, Facebook, hop on the Discord, what have you? Uh, quick little side news note. I think you want to talk about this, Oni.
1: Well, we we both can hit on it if you. Yeah, I have the, arc, I have you the
0: article pulled up the article and article. I've heard people's opinions and people talk about it already. So, <clears throat> okay. so recently, um, as early as June third, I think. Articles were being put out that a company known as NetEase, it's a Chinese tech company and gaming company, um, were put in a $100 million investment into the company Bungie. And they they bought a a small partial stake in the company. So, like, it doesn't control Bungie in any way, um, but it gives them a partnership with NetEase that or at least an open opportunity for a couple things. With the hundred million, that gives them the opportunity to work on a new IP, which I think is what the initial investment was for to begin with. At least from NetEase's mm-hmm. perspective. Um it also opens up the doorway that if Activision is is interested in trying to work through Bungie to get to the net to the Chinese market because right now Destiny does not exist anywhere overseas in the in the Chinese market. So by having this open door possibility, they might be able to get Destiny over there and there's, you know, 2 billion plus people in China. So that could exp- Well Net NetEase if I remember correctly is part of Overwatch and World of I don't know what they own. Activision owns those
2: or is probably- I know. But I think they're already part of those working with. Well, those.
0: but here's a, this this partnership. This is separate from Activision. NetEase put investment into Bungie solely to Bungie. What, so what this does is what people are talking about across the internet is they're worried. Oh no, it's going to take away people from from Destiny development. No, it's not. The developers have come out and said, no, this money gives us enough room to hire more more people to work on a new IP. It allows us to shrink down the number of teams working on Destiny so that the team that is working on Destiny can be more focused on that content, and then they can go do new content. It also opens up the window. Bungie has come out and said they want to grow as a media company, and you're holding back so hard, Lynn, on something. What do you want to say? You want to say something? just keep going. (laughs) <laughs> they want to work. They want to work on a new IP. And what you had mentioned earlier, Mister Thanatos, about uh, if Bungie were just on their own, Bungie's got a contract with Activision to write out. I think another three years to the end of Destiny Three or whatever that looks like, because they did a ten-year contract and like bungie's original contract with microsoft they did a 10 year contract with microsoft and once that well ran dry they parted ways a couple members from bungie were recruited to start 343 industries and that's how microsoft kept the halo franchise running much to the mediocrity of <laughs> halo 5 but they're they're trying to fix that mistake bungie went on to do destiny and started a contract with the devil i'm sorry <coughs> activision for another 10-year run that they thought was going to be lucrative. And not seeing that it hasn't been, but it's been met with a lot of issues, uh, I feel, maybe control issues on Activision's part. One of the benefits of this NetEase investment is it, with the development of a second IP coming out of Bungie. And this extra money could push them, if the second IP is successful, it could launch them. To be able to self-publish their crap. Especially coming out of the Activision contract once that's up. They also talked about this investment helping the future of Destiny. So Destiny could potentially flourish beyond the 10-year contract. Assuming they don't sell off their wonderful asset to Activision. Like they did when they made the mistake of selling off Halo to Microsoft. Anything else, then? Go ahead. Pipe in. Say something. I'm missing something.
1: Okay. So, here. Let me go by this. Have you guys seen that what J.J. Abram is doing in the past few days? Not
0: recently. I know he's working on certain things, but what?
1: A game company known as Bad Robot Studios. Oh, I know about
0: Bad Robot Studios. I didn't realize it was game company and, related.
1: And the... Uh, and the uh, ten cent Chinese company dumping Net into ease. them and investing into them. Yeah, no, Tencent, Tencent, the company Tencent that made originally did LOL, Paragon, and a few so others. So this is
0: a separate Chinese company we're talking they, about, right? Okay, okay. Yes,
1: this is a separate Chinese company investing into JJ Abram. Is there you go? There's another company investing into this. Okay. Have we not learned in the past? Go okay, let's go as far back as the pilgrims. What did they leave Britain for? What did Bungie leave Microsoft for? Uh uh-huh. <laughs> okay, what is Bungie still in currently with Activision? Yeah. What what is Bungie going to with this new investment?
0: I don't know. I don't. I haven't. I've heard. Why, why I've heard nothing learn, about a contract, why? though. I've just heard a uh, hundred million dollar investment.
1: Right, but there. I mean, if you put that much money into something, what what would you like to see from it? True.
2: Well, one of the, one of the things um, I was looking NetEase does is they take big games yeah. and they they internet license them in China because the licensing is different. So, Overwatch, World of Warcraft, Heroes of the Storm, most of Blizzard's big games, they're licensed through NetEase to be broadcasted in right. China. NetEase handles all of that.
0: So, the number one thing that might stem um, from this is So, I'm Destiny. wondering if they're using it as a distribution right. instead of a... They are talking project. about making a new IP, but,
1: though. Well, That's, is, that is for sure. That was the thing. It's it's going to be a new IP.
0: They've confirmed. Bungie themselves have confirmed they are going to work on a new IP that, because of this investment. So, and and that's
1: why I brought up the the JJ Abram thing with Tencent is because it's going to be a new IP dedicated to.
0: China. On a side note, NetEase is different from Tencent in that they're two separate companies. Yes, they're both from Chinese, but let's not stereotype sure. the race. <laughs> but no, 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 I'm
1: not, I'm not, I'm not stereotyping the race. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I was cracking a joke. I just, I was cracking a joke.
0: But just, yeah.
1: I, what I'm getting, what I'm getting at is the, the whole, something created for a purpose. Yeah, I don't know. So like. Like the partnership between Bungie and Microsoft, the partnership between Bungie and Activision, the partnership between Bungie The
0: thing with that though the thing with that that, though sir is those were very stringent, locked in 10 year contracts that promised full funding from the partner company that contracted them.
1: Okay but with with this IP what do we know of has
0: come of it so far? Nothing because this is literally brain spanking new news i haven't seen any articles yeah. dictating anything about what they're doing with it
1: but how did they secure that those funds there's going there's with any money invested in there's always going to be a return
0: expected well, we're, back we're ebbing and flowing upon a very late hour in the night so why don't we button up this with the, just the simple fact that we'll we'll keep a sharp eye on it and see where it goes because I don't have any further knowledge on the matter um, and I'll have to do a little more reading to see what happens but the 10 year contract with Activision is ends in 2020 uh, as a side note so we'll... and if you get a chance go look into the, the JJ Abram one sure
1: it actually looks pretty interesting.
0: And we'll give that a roll.
1: Well the the thing that I'm most excited for is that it's ten cent. They've come up with a lot of games that have become extremely addictive.
2: Word. Not triple A's
0: Well, mm-hmm. how should we close this out? I guess we'll have to work on our closeout over time and we'll just develop something smooth and easy. Right? Well, guys, I think we did the cover. Did we cover everything and then I just tacked on the news thing? Or did we not do any closeout?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: We We didn't do a closeout.
0: Well, Guardians, thank you for joining uh, the Nerds of Destiny's pilot uh, podcast episode. You guys can uh, check us out on... uh, By the time this airs, you should be able to find this um, anywhere podcasts are found. We'll be on iTunes and Google Play with this, um, and anywhere, most other places, um, you can also find us being hosted on, we, we are part of a Nerdentials Media production, so you will find this podcast on com. you'll find a lot of other great content on there, aside from this show, but, uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, guys, um, all the links will be down in the description for our Discord, our Twitter, and Facebook, and Instagram. Um, anyway, thanks for watching, Guardians. It's a must-hear. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Let Go me ahead. close it out. And Guardians, we'll catch you at the next Respawn. <laughs>
0: No. Well, hey, okay. Yes. <laughs> I'll insert some epic music that kind of segues out of you and Nick saying that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And at the end, it should just be uh, Weird also. just too white, nerdy. Completely <laughs> throwing
0: everyone for a loop.